I've watched a lot of TV. Yeah. You've watched through all the Smallvilles twice already? <laughs> oh, yeah. Morgan was like, when are we watching more Smallville? i got to have more Smallville. I said, we will tomorrow. We'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. I'm- okay. Oh, go ahead. Uh, no, you go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm just uh, I'm excited. We're like we're already like halfway through the second season. Yeah, well, just blowing through it. And and I have a feeling. I think I know how season two ends. Oh yeah. Yes, I have a visual in my head. Is this a prediction or something you might remember from? Nope, this is a prediction. Oh okay. Well, since so, well, let's just go ahead and get started. Okay, we don't want to wait. We don't want to wait. <laughs> you're you're Robin. You're Steph. I'm Stephanie. Yeah, and so we're talking about episodes. Uh, we're talking about Smallville, of course. We're talking mm-hmm. about Ryan mm-hmm. because you told me that somebody from last season's going to show up, <laughs> or several people from last season show yep. up. <laughs> I was like Ryan. I also said you're going to cry. Like, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, well. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, and okay, so we get Ryan. We get Dakotic. yeah. Yeah, with Jonathan Taylor Thomas or Baby Simba. <laughs> and Skinwalker. Skinwalker. And Visage. So old, old faces show up. There's a Visage? I didn't. Cr- <laughs> yeah, Visage. Visage. Yeah. Visage. Visage. Yeah, I didn't cry, but I feel very bad for Lana. Like, Lana has been through it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, I, I I definitely teared up at the end of Ryan, and I definitely teared up at the end of Visage. Uh, or Visage. Visage. Uh, <laughs> so those are the two t- I, I You know, when, I'm, when I told you that you're going to probably cry, I was specifically thinking about Ryan. I mean, oh. you know, my friend Dare uh, uh, actually recently poured through like every episode of Smallville, just binged them all. And uh, when I told her we were going to start, we were going to talk about Ryan, she was like, oh, 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 don't start talking about <laughs> It's like too uh-huh. painful. <laughs> I don't know. I just. I think the first, the last season episode with Ryan was a great episode. Mm-hmm. I think this was a very weak episode. Oh, really? Well, this is, this yeah, is, uh, uh, I, I should tell, this is the one where Clark learns that he can't save everyone. And, uh, I think that's yeah. a, that's a painful lesson. Um, I don't know. It was just such a sparse episode. Like nothing happened. Like it was just all about saving Ryan mm-hmm. and then he couldn't save him. And, I don't know. It just – it didn't do it for me. I like how it provides like the the thing like, well, he's Superman. You know, what could Superman do to help this kid? And uh, obviously it's like, well, here's this last ditch m- miracle doctor mm-hmm. that he'd have to like – that's like you know hundreds of miles away that Clark f- gets to just in time. So – To try to talk him into – Yeah. And yeah. of course the doctor's like – cool with it you know <laughs> whereas in the real world it'd be like dude get away get off my airfield like yeah. security <laughs> yeah. how'd this guy get out here like this, this kid totally stopped my plane um and then the doctor gets back and still it's just not enough it's too late so yeah i mean it's very tragic and you know the first episode with ryan was very tragic mm-hmm. because uh 
his power, it, you know, you'd think that would be such a cool power to hear people's thoughts, but it just, uh, it's tragic because it just ended up being a tumor that killed him. Right. But. So, so that's, that's, that's definitely another thing about like what's sad about watching like Stray and knowing that like, I think we discussed before, like, where does this power come from? This is not a meteor rock, you know, so they uh-huh. just have this power. <laughs> and it turns out it's a spring tumor and the power is killing him. And, of course, you know, it's like the classic, like, oh, the more he uses the power, the worse it gets, you know. Mm. Um, Elgo says, uh, Ryan is a character that the audience knows. And there's some emotional investment. He wasn't some guy we met at the beginning of the episode. At the end, you think he's going to be okay, but he's not. It's part of Clark's journey to adulthood. It's one of the things we learn. People die, and life's not always fair. So, The villain, he was a young, hot, bland-looking white guy instead of a mm-hmm. old, bland-looking white guy. <laughs> Uh, you talk about Dr. Garner, played by Martin Cummins, who, uh, if you do know that he's on a uh, uh, CW show now. No. Yep. He plays uh, Sheriff Keller on Riverdale. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> Did you watch Riverdale? Yeah. Yeah. He was uh, Kyle's father, the sheriff. Oh. He definitely. Wow. Uh, I don't know. He's like a lot grayer now. And uh, he do- doesn't huh. look as sinister <laughs> anymore. Uh. But uh, there is a very sinister person that showed up. That was another one of the clues that I gave you. And I said there's a huge recurring X Files star that's going to be Gazdek. Oh, Smoking Man! <laughs> did you did you kind of freak when he walked? In? Like, oh my God, Lex Luthor is talking to the cigarette smoking man. Like, <laughs> this is like the worst thing to ever happen in human history. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> No, I saw his name in the credits. Ah, damn spoiling credits. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there's a bit of that. I don't know. He's trying, like, you know, Lex and uh, Mayor Tate, I should say, uh, who wasn't the mayor last season, but s- seems to be from this plot, has been a mayor for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> they mentioned, like, Mayor Siegel last season, and it was like a kind of a tribute to one of the creators of Superman. But, uh. but here it's like, oh, Mayor Tate's running for re-election, so whatever. Um, and he has a history of with Lionel. Mm-hmm. He would help get he would help Lionel get things done. Yes, in town. So, um, da, da, da. Lana and Aunt Nail have to. They're moving to Metropolis. Yes. So. And Ryan. Read Lana's mind and told Clark, and then Clark got. That was a nice little scene. How Clark got Lana to, you know, is there anything bothering you? You seem like something's bothering you. <laughs> you can tell me. Yep. <laughs> and she opens up about it, and then she tries to get emancipated, but that's going to take too long. So she ends up being Chloe's roommate. Yep. Now, you know, last week when you were like, I like how uh, Lana and Chloe are becoming <laughs> friends. Was that because you knew that the, they were moving in together? <laughs> no, no. I, I, I honestly was just commenting on the, you know, because they seem to be on two different shows for part of season one. You know, there were like was like mm-hmm. Lana with Whitney and then Chloe with Pete. And now Lana's being 
more in Chloe's life and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Uh, trivia here. Algo says, uh, it's so interesting to have these two girls who care about the same guy and they're trying to overcome that obstacle and be friends anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it is, especially with the upcoming episodes. But, yeah. uh, um, also we find out, uh, Ryan, Ryan here, somebody else has a secret in this episode. Did you catch that? No. About Lex. Nope. Don't let Lex. Huh? Nope. Martha. Martha has a secret. Oh. Oh, that she likes her job. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, there, there's an EW article that came out around this time in Ed O'Toole talking about Martha's secret that was, uh, hinted at. Hinted, hinted at in Ryan And she says I've been calling the writers Saying please tell me what the secret is But I'm in the dark too <laughs> Oh I thought I, I heard where uh, I'm thinking of when he said uh, It's okay that you like your job and Because uh, she's trying to keep it From Jonathan that Yeah there's How much she likes her job But that's not all I can think there's of definitely that but there's something else let me She's see, pregnant. Let me see if I can find it. In the, <laughs> let me see if I can find it in the script. Because uh, of course I have the script at my disposal. Because I'm a nerd. <laughs> Secrets. Uh, okay. Um, Ryan, you are a gift, like Clark. Ryan says, "I know your secret. Why don't you tell Mister Kent and Clark? They'd want to know." I will when the time is right. But in the meantime, uh, and Ryan says, uh, "I promise, my lips are sealed." Uh, it could be anything mm-hmm. Yeah, not a lot of hints there Just secrets And uh, Jonathan and Clark should know That's about yeah, it She's pregnant That's about it That's a good guess <laughs> uh, How about that? I, I posted it in the Facebook group Did you like that transition Of um the kid, the uh, Ryan looking at the Warrior Angel comics, and it says like a hero cries, and like it fades over Clark's face, and is almost like a foreshadowing. Like, yeah, Clark is probably going to be sad at the end of all this. Did you notice that? Uh-uh, no, yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I posted a screenshot of it in the group. It like it shows the cover of Warrior Angel, and uh, it like the subtitle says "A Hero Cries," and then the cover kind of fades away, but that block of text still stays there as Clark's face, face fades in during the huh. yeah. wow uh, I like I like it when shows care enough to do stuff like that yeah yeah um, Terrence O'Hara Terrence O'Hara directed this episode he does do a lot of good episodes of Smallville so um, we have a new place Summer Holt. Summer Holtz may or may not be back. <laughs> uh, Hub City is referenced. That's the home of the DC hero, The Question. Um, oh, and we find out more about Warrior Angel. It's like this episode and Skinwalker are like, look at this thing that's, that may or may not be related to Clark and, and Lex's storyline. How these two people like were friends and they ended up like becoming the worst enemies. You know, so it's like Warrior Angel and Devilicus. Uh huh. (laughs) And then, of course, those cave paintings and Skinwalker. Uh huh. Uh, 
Lana won't be the girl next door anymore, and Clark can give his telescope to Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) That was cute. I love that Ryan gets that kiss again, and it's like, he's still like, oh my god, Lana. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So you didn't, you didn't like choke up, like even when Ryan's like, I'm going to die, Clark. Nope. I was like, please end. No. This is boring. Boring. Yeah. Oh. Bob Hargrove, the executive, one of the executive producers, says, if the audience doesn't get emotionally involved with your characters, then you're dead. You're going to be canceled. The moment we forget that, the show will go on. Features can get away with action and bad bad acting. You go one time to a movie, and then it's your decision if you want to go back and see it or buy the DVD with episodic television. You can't do that. So true. So uh, you're canceling Smallville. Damn you. No, I'm giving it more tra- chances. I mean, I don't. It was. I just thought that it was just a weak episode. It was just. I don't the know. Hot air balloon. Poorly written. All I could think about was, look at that hot air balloon operator. We're not supposed to notice. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I was thinking they're not really in the sky. <laughs> like, they're not really there. That's just a studio. <laughs> um. What else? Anything else from this episode? Just that Lex told Clark to stop wasting time trying to find a cure like he did with his mother. Yeah. Yep. And uh, luckily, it's like Clark learns that lesson but still has that time because he gets the doctor to do the operation, which gives more time. <laughs> but mm-hmm. not enough time. Not, not doesn't save him. So it's like he fails. He, he fails at that, but... Also, um, I was a little mixed on Jonathan and Martha's reaction to Clark going and saving Ryan. Like, yeah, because he's like Jonathan's like you know sometimes going about things the right way is still the ba- still a bad thing. And I just wrote in like capital letters like they were torturing him, like they were shoving a needle yeah, into his brain. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was. I was like Jonathan, sending mixed signals. Yeah. Like, make up your mind. On. I did like Clark going into saving him, though. It was awesome. Because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it is the right thing to do. This kid was being hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan has a, uh, a welcome home party at the Talon, which he knew about a half mm-hmm. a block away. So, you know, like a, a range <laughs> of his powers, I guess. Because <laughs> he can't, if you remember, he can't read Clark's mind. So, mm-hmm. um, and there's this very goofy looking band that plays. They're called Von Ray. And, oh, okay. yeah. And uh, the commercial during this episode announced that a Smallville soundtrack is coming soon. Mm. It's called the Talon Mix, and um, you have it. Uh, actually, no, I don't. I be, be, <gasps> what? Well, because I have digital access to it through like Spotify and stuff, you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but uh, it's very funny because uh, I can't remember what episode it is, but look for. Look for some blatant advertisement. You wouldn't think a show would go out, go all uh, all out on actually saying like, "Hey, we have a soundtrack to this show during the actual show," but they really do, and it's really funny. <laughs> so uh. I can't remember what episode it is, but it, it should be coming soon if they they announce that the talent mix is coming. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, I think that's all the trivia I have. You want to move on to the next episode? Sure. All right. Oh, uh, Best Needle Drops, Von Ray's uh, song, Inside Out. It's a good song. Also, Dishwalla, 
has a song mm-hmm. during the balloon ride called Angels or Devils. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it just touched me. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about Dichotic, which is the one where Lana and Chloe date the same guy and it isn't Clark. What would you like? Yes. It was okay. <laughs> I mean, it was kind of cute that he was a two timer, yeah. and he was a two. There was two, two of him. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about Jonathan Taylor Thomas because I was like, "What the hell happened to Jonathan Taylor Thomas?" Um, I looked it up. Obviously, we know him, Randy Taylor, Home Improvement, Young Simba, like you said. Uh, he was in the movie Wild America. It was, was it? that was a cute movie. Yeah, I like that movie. Disney kid. Um. After Home Improvement ended in 1999 He didn't actually work much He did some voice work And here he is guesting in Smallville And he guested on Veronica Mars Um, But I guess he stepped away To attend college Like for a decade Like he went to Harvard, he went to Columbia He even went to a a Scottish college Called St. Andrews Wow Yeah, I know, right? It was like an interview with him Because a couple years ago He came back um, and did some guest spots On uh, the other Tim Allen show, Last Man Standing. So he was very much like, yeah, I, I that was that's that was like a, my childhood, and now I'm into like educating myself. And I guess he's just starting to get back into acting again. So, uh, wow. So, um, and Greg Beeman said that he really likes seeing the dark side of Jonathan Taylor Thomas. He said he, he yeah, he, that was interesting. He thinks of a young Val Kilmer when he sees him, mm. which I can sort of see. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the original story for Dichotic was they were going to have a reporter uh, being able to split himself in half, and the teaser would show him pushing someone out the window. And his twin at the bottom of the building taping it and getting the story. And then he'd come to Smallville and try to do the same thing to Lex. And then uh, they just kept talking about it and it evolved into a story about a high school student who was kind of an overachiever. Kind of like uh, Anthony Michael Hall in The Breakfast Club. (laughs) Who can split yeah. himself in half and murder anybody who doesn't give him good grades? Well, I like this better because we've seen the reporter try to take advantage of Lex yeah. before. Yeah, it's true. A couple so. of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. Uh, uh, it was interesting. Uh, I like that he made Clark look a schmuck. Because <laughs> he was like, Clark. Uh, you left Chloe at the dance, and you keep sending mixed signals, mm-hmm. you know, to, to Lana. So you have no room here to talk. Right, and Clark was kind of like powerless in trying to figure out, you know, trying to convince these girls. And it really pissed me off how Lana and Chloe were like, "Clark, come on, <laughs> we've known this kid for like two days, and obviously he's more <laughs> believable than you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. I think it's in visage when um, or visage. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> can't wait to get past this episode. <laughs> I can't pronounce the title. Uh, that Lana actually like apologizes to Clark for not believing him lately. I, I that yeah really worked on worked with me, but and I'm mm-hmm. so pissed off in this episode. I was like, come on, guys, come on. Um, until it was too late. Um. So, EN1 and EN2, um, 
And I like the like the different uh, call-outs to doubling and stuff like that in the dialogue. Like, um, and even just in the in the other like stories, like Martha being torn between the farm and Lionel, and say, actually saying out loud, "I can't be in two places at once." <laughs> <laughs> um, Wait, is this the one where Jonathan broke his leg? Yeah, yeah, for for an episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Morgan, why did Jonathan break his leg? She was like, oh, because we had to meet the doctor. Mm. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. That's right. Emmanuel v- Wagner. V- Vogier, Vogier. <laughs> Vogier. I guess she recurred. I like on... her. I've... Oh, you've seen her before? Oh, yes. I've seen her in a lot of things. Like what? what? Lost Girl. Right. Don't know a bunch of can- Canadian things. I don't know. I've seen yeah, her. Yeah. She, oh, wasn't she in Supernatural? Wasn't she like the werewolf? Might have been that that uh, like oh, that Sam fell in love with. The, yes, oh, that might have had been to true. kill. Was that somebody else? I feel like that was somebody else. But maybe that was oh. maybe when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's Helen Bryce. <laughs> I can't remember. Um, I have written down recurred on One Tree Hill, CSI New York, Two and a Half Men, Lost Girl. Like these are, I just kind of write down the rules that they recur. This this actor recurs like several episodes in. Mm-hmm. I I really like her. Yeah, me too. I think she's striking and has a good presence. She, she definitely. Um, I mean, she's not British. She looks a lot like Kelly Brook from, you know, Victoria from the last season. She looks, she uh-huh. looks a lot like her, but I don't know. She's she's just more likable, I think. And I think uh-huh. a better, probably a better actress because of that, you know. Yeah. That helps. Um, there's also another guest. Um, you watched Dwarf in Black, right? Yeah. Um, the Meter Maid. Meter Man. <laughs> Oh, I was wondering where I knew him from. Yeah, he was. He's, he's played by David Richmond Peck, uh, who was uh, on Orphan Black as Olivier, uh, the guy with the tail. <laughs> mm. that, uh, yeah, I believe Helena took his tail. <laughs> so that's all the guest star stuff I have for this one. But um, so. We meet Helen Bryce because uh, well we meet her, meet her in the hospital, um, the most brightly painted hospital <laughs> on earth. This is a, this is a Smallville hospital, and I love that Helen is the first doctor that when Lex is like I'm going to bring in the best yada yada from Metropolis, she's like, Yo, I got this. Like, <laughs> you, I, maybe I'm the best one. Okay, uh, but he broke his leg. Oh. I got it. <laughs> Um. So. Uh. So it turns out that she's got some anger management problems. How, did we ever learn like why she has anger management problems? She drop kicked an orderly. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and Lex did the Jack Nicholson move, which is uh, use the golf club on uh, the meter, the meter maid's car, little little car. Which I think Jack Nicholson yeah. just like beat the crap out of somebody else's car, like maybe a like a road rage incident. But. And uh, so they show up at anger management class, and she's her name tag says "bored silly." <laughs> yep. <laughs> it turns out that she knows him because he met her in the ER, drunk as a skunk. 
Is this skunk in Metropolis when she was an intern? Is this skunk ever drunk? Like, uh, is it just because it rhymes that that saying works? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> Looks like Helen's father was a plastic surgeon. She didn't want to get into plastic surgery. It's they both have these pressure from daddy issues, and they kind of bond mm-hmm. over that. So yay. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course uh, the Martha. And Lionel issues, uh, the the whole Martha feeling torn between the farm and Lionel. Was there anything else about that? I mean, she she feels guilty at the end of the episode. She's thinking about quitting. Um, Jonathan is just like, I'm not mad, but I know that they take priority, and that that's something I have to get used to. And then she tells him that. He and Clark are the top priority. So, but I, I, I don't know if it's that easy. <laughs> what do you mean? Because it is Lionel, and he has these resentment feelings towards him anyway. Yep. yep. Yeah. Because he, he calls Sam's. He calls oh, Sam. <laughs> Pete. Pete's family to lose the cream corn business. Yeah. It's so weird. You know, after seeing Lineage, it's, it's, I kind of take Jonathan's side of like, why the hell are you working for this guy? I, I get yeah, it. He's a scuzzball. I get it. You need to get a job. You want to get out of the house. You want to help the farm out. But like, you're asking for trouble. Yeah. And, and just like you're working with the guy that I hate and you know why I hate him. He, you know, when he blackmailed, uh, us when he blackmailed me to go tell Pete's uh, family to sell their cream corn business, that was he threatened our son, and now you're going to go work for him? Like, mm. how does that even work? I, I I don't know. I mean, I can see it from the production writing side. Like, we got to give Martha something more to do. But it seems like <laughs> after seeing Lineage, it's like, oh man, how does how does Jonathan even? Like not fume at every thought of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why does why? How does Martha excuse it in her own mind? I don't know. I like that Jonathan saying that he's uh, that sleeping in is uh, till six a.m. <laughs> <laughs> God, there's always something to do on that farm. Yep. He's always got so much work to do. Uh, I could I can sit and rest and grease my yada yadas, <laughs> whatever the thing is. <laughs> That's funny. Um, da, 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 da. so maybe we should talk about the main plots. Oh, did you know this? That when Lana opened up her locker, that she had she didn't have any pictures in it, but she had a bunch of poetry. No, yeah, she still got Byron's poetry like hanging up in her locker. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, um. What else? I don't know. I, I don't. I don't have anything. Yeah, else. yeah. I I really liked. Uh, I think I think Ian Ian Randall is a good villain, and uh, I just liked his back and forth with Clark. Um, I like that he tried to murder <laughs> Clark and Pete like immediately. Like he goes to murder so quick. I can't imagine how. <laughs> like when did this start? That's probably the only thing. I'm like. He gets he goes to murder so quick. He murders a shop teacher over a freaking sea. He he tries to uh, 
incinerate Clark and Pete because they're like looking into it. <laughs> and then like as soon as the girls figure out that he's been playing the both of them and really it's like like what are they going to do? They're going to I mean, maybe Chloe would write something damaging about him in the torch, but is it worth like murdering both these girls, like taking them and throwing them off the dam? <laughs> it's just he seems to go to like zero to a hundred really quick, and it's out of I don't know because we haven't heard of this guy before. It seems like out of nowhere. Like where? Like I would I would like it more if like we learned how he got infected or how like when there was no meteor. Oh, he just can't. Or he just came to town yeah. or something like that. It's a sort of like mysterious past. Nobody knows where his parents are. You know, his parents never show up. And he's just trying to start a new life kind of thing. But no, he's just like crazy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what he was. He was using Chloe and Lana because he wanted Lana to give him a good recommendation to Lex for the scholarship. Right. And he wanted Chloe to write up a good interview or spotlight on him for the torch. Yeah. So that's why he needed them. And Chloe had some issues in this because, well, Lana's having some issues because Clark is obviously just jealous. And Chloe's having some issues because, well, Clark is like, uh, doesn't think that Chloe could get a man over Lana. It's just not becoming about you know, oh, for the both of them. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but it was really cute how they used the pager to get him to show up. Ah, yes. Um, that's something to remember from here on out. Pete and Clark both have cell phones. <laughs> okay. Anytime <laughs> that, like. Clark has to speed to rescue somebody or whatever. Let's just remember, he's always got a phone. <laughs> he can just call immediately. Um, anyway, uh, that's just something to notice. You know, like, once you introduce cell phones into, like, a story, that's what the magic is about watching, like, early, ni- early, early 90s shows is, or 80s is, like, there's no cell phones, so any of these, like... Will they save this person from that uh, is kind of deflated when there's a cell phone involved. And you have to be uh, like, so do, oh, there's do, no signal. <laughs> do Al go – does Al go ever talk about that or – not, not anything I've read so far. Um, but uh, I like that we see this dam again. Remember when we saw the dam yeah. before? Uh <laughs> Was there a? Uh, there was lightning was involved. It, uh, <laughs> it was the 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 the, the uh, what's his name? Which one is it? <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. It was the um, Ashmore. Yeah, Sean Ashmore. <laughs> Sean Ashmore. Leech. And to be fair, I didn't. But when I wrote this note to myself, I was like, "Which Ashmore twin was that?" <laughs> we just talked about it like a few weeks ago. Um, Sean Ashmore. And, uh, yeah, apparently, um, you know, he, like I read that trivia to you about how they hung him from wires off the side of that dam Mm -hmm. and he was like a trooper to do that. Well, apparently Kristen like did the same stunt when she was like thrown over the side of the dam. Mm. Like Kristen, uh, hung from a wire, like hundreds of feet in the air. Um, so much, there were so many wires though, that, uh, I read this thing from the, 
VFX guy who was just like, yeah, we had so many wires to remove, like in post, because <laughs> everything mm. had to be so safe. Um, there is a deleted scene on the DVD. Um, I mean, because it, as it turns out, um, the like the double gets thrown over the dam. He falls to his death. And the other double, I guess, is arrested or something. Who knows what happens after? <laughs> oh, I thought he fell too because. Nope. Cl- uh, Chloe's no. No. Oh, okay. And he gets like knocked out or something. The double falls to his death, but not him, or vice versa. I I, I lost track of who was actually the who was the twin that came out of his back. <laughs> and yeah. It was, like, does the is it mean like one is the prime? Ian Randall and the other one is like uh, the the double or whatever you know but like a clone. a clone and if something happened to one of them can he do it again yeah so there was a deleted scene where um, Clark runs down to uh, Ian's uh, still breathing broken body and then the double runs down um, you know he comes into the scene soon after and uh, he like comes up to his twin and looks down on him, and all of a sudden his nose starts bleeding, and he falls over. And he goes, "We were born as one, and that's how we'll die." <laughs> and then they just both die. And it's funny because they like touch hands, and then the double like disappears, and so Clark's just kind of looking down, like, "What the hell is?" But I think I think uh, you know this was before the visual effects was put on, I bet they would have shown that like one body sucked into another, like the like they came out came apart, yeah. Uh-huh. Um so that was pretty cool. The Ian Ian does live though. Um but I don't know if he goes to jail or what. <laughs> um I did like that Clark uh the Clark rescuing um was it Chloe that gets t- actually yeah, Chloe gets thrown over, and Clark like races her to the bottom, <laughs> and then catches her, and then looks up at uh-huh. Ian, and the, you can see this. Ian's just like shocked, and it's just like Clark looks so freaking angry. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I like that whole that whole scene. It was a little. It's, it's a little clunky because it's like here's one trying to throw the other over, and it's like. I don't know. Like, why is he doing it? What's going on? <laughs> I don't know. Um, what did you think of the end where Clark was like, okay, stop treating me like a jealous boyfriend. We're going to be friends. And they're like, is that what you really want? And he's like, yes. And then he walks out of the talon and then he just smiles to himself and walks off. <laughs> why did he smile? I didn't get that. <laughs> I don't know. I would have expected him to be like, damn it. <laughs> but more, yeah. it was more like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, I might have been because he said, because he said we 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 have to stop at tonight, jealous boyfriend and girlfriend since none of us have actually dated. Yeah. Chloe's like, well, I mean, you took me to the formal. Is that mm-hmm. kind of a date, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what I was yeah. thinking. Um, but I guess it's probably to set up the next episode where Clark hooks up with somebody else. Um, yes. Do you want to talk about that now? Because I don't have any needle drops for this episode. No needle drops. Okay. Uh, yes. Skinwalker. Skinwalker. The one where Clark dates the... a werewolf. Oh, you have a description for it? I just write them down. Well, 
she wasn't a werewolf. <laughs> she was just a wolf. She's a wolf. She was just a Native American who could turn into a wolf. Right. And we were supposed to think that it was the grandfather, but it ended up being her. Mm-hmm. And there's this whole prophecy about this guy that falls from the stars. Naman. And he. Huh? Naman. His name is Naman. Okay. Naman? Yeah. Or as I kept writing in my notes, Newman. <laughs> but it's Naman. It's, okay. It sort of, sort of sounds like it, like it new man like like it could be like something like Superman, but Naman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Go ahead. Yeah. And then he supposedly falls in love with the first woman or something. Mm-hmm. And anyway, there's this whole prophecy, and I usually like prophecies. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. Usually, I'm a sucker for prophecies. Does this usually mean you didn't like this, or? Yeah, yeah, I did like it. Good. I didn't love it, right. but it's it's like, what does Superman have to do with Native Americans? This is weird. <laughs> I think it's just the fact that you know the 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 whole story is that uh, hundreds of thousands of years ago or something, somebody came from the sky. And then said they'd be back, and it's of course, you know, you know, we have the whole Superman is Jesus uh, metaphor for a lot of this. But uh, in this, you know, the the earliest people met this guy who could, who was really strong and could had fire eyes or whatever. And then he, he said he was going to come back and he was going to send Naman. So that's how the people. Bye, I love you. So that's how the people. <laughs> so that's how the Kryptonians knew about Earth and knew to send Clark when their Earth when their Earth when their planet exploded. I have this like, I have this like uh, knee jerk reaction to play it pure and be like, "What's Krypton? I have no idea what you're talking about." <laughs> you mean the Green Rock people? What? <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know, and uh, I can tell you that the Kawachi Caves are important. Um, yes. Okay. So when I said that I have a visual of how the season finale will end, oh, yes. uh, Lex will go find the paperweight <laughs> in the paperweight, like in a field somewhere. Didn't it, like fall off the spaceship? Yeah. Yeah. It it separated from the spaceship in the tornado. mm Hmm. So it will come up again, mm-hmm. and they'll come and put it in the cave, and we'll find something out, maybe. Yeah, that's my prediction <laughs> for the season two finale. All right, all right. Well, we'll see. I can tell you the Quanchi Caves. They were thinking about doing this, like, like finding a natural cave to just kind of, you know, dress up and make like a, you know, to shoot this episode in. But they were like. They decided to just make a make it all on the set. So this is all fake stuff here. <laughs> and uh, they they said they liked it. it. Was kind of you know not like this big open cavern. It's uh, it's just it's like the part of the ground collapsed in, and you could get to get into it from above. But the way it seems later on in the episode, there must be some sort of entrance in the back because <laughs> they don't just like. Swing in on ropes. There's uh, another entrance in the back that yeah, I think what was it, Lex and Lionel came in there later on in the episode. 
And then in the next episode, Lana comes in right, like, right. knock, knock, anybody here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. So um, we have Kylo Willowbrook and Professor Joe Willowbrook. And um, it's really funny because there's a, uh, a trailer park across town that's called Willowbrook. <laughs> it's, it's not known for good things, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so Kyla is played by Amara Zaragoza, and this is her first uh-huh. television role. Um, oh, she's beautiful. She and Clark has a type. Mm-hmm. He likes those exotic, dark, ethnic looking. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, she does look like a lot. It's funny because when. You know, she finds Clark after he falls. He's he goes Lana. <laughs> uh, uh. Uh, she was on Dirty Sexy Money for a while and Gossip Girl, apparently. Mm. And Professor Joe is played by Gordon Tutusis, who is in, of course, Pocahontas uh, and Legends of Fall, and uh, an episode of the X Files, of course. Um, of course, mm-hmm. was it? What was what was the uh, episode that I was trying to pull last time? <laughs> it wasn't Skinwalker, Firewalker. Firewalker. It wasn't Something Firewalker. Like- it was uh, Tesos des Bichos, and uh, oh, Bichos. Do remember if you remember that? That's the one where uh, Mulder and Scully had to face a uh, a pack of uh, feral cats, and. <laughs> We had several scenes of Mulder and Scully fighting cat puppets. Good, good times. <laughs> Lana, I am your father. <laughs> oh, is that what you wrote down? <laughs> yeah. Hey. Yeah. So Mel. conveniently, they she okay. Lana not only needs a place to live, but she, and she needs to get to know her father. But she's got this thing this case that is just right up his alley yep. for him to get fired up about yep. protecting these caves from from uh luther corp yeah it's all falling into place isn't it <laughs> it's like yeah. we need this okay we'll put this character in. we need this so we'll put this character in um yeah it's like of course you know like what other company is digging up these caves it's got to be luther corp um I do like uh, again with uh, Martha being torn, kind of thing. She has to be the one that's has to talk to Professor Joe, you know, from the other side of the lines, and it makes it very uncomfortable. Um. Oh, when when they're talking about the wolf, uh, Chloe, they're in the at the torch, and Chloe says, you know. Uh, Oh, I've lost it here. Uh, she's uh, Chloe's saying it's canine, but her, it's looped over. And she says it, it's uh, canine lupus, <laughs> so it's more specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. Uh, can I say uh, Kyla in wolf form is uh, is not very effective and makes some dumb choices? Actually, you know what the first thing that happens in this episode wasn't really her fault. <laughs> Let, oh yeah, that's what I was thinking. It was just kind of an accident. What a moron this guy is. Like, he gets scared by a wolf and then he just spills gas all over the place and shoots a flare off for some reason. 
Yeah, straight up in the air. And then it just comes down and blows up the whole place. Like, moron. And she was like, ooh, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Well, first off, me and Morgan were like, she was like, is that a dog? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Could you find anything about uh, what they used? No, I didn't. I, uh, I remember reading something about how, you know, they're, they're, it's hard to work with them. Um, but I can't, I, I can't remember what it said. Didn't write it down. Cause they're wild animals. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, I like that Lex always, when he's talking to Clark about whatever's going on, he uses some kind of, you know, how he's, he talks a lot about, uh, Alexander the Great. Mm-hmm. Well, in this one, it's like David and Goliath. Yeah. About, you know, they're fighting Luther Corp. Mm-hmm. They're the underdogs. I also like how he didn't like immediately throw in with Clark. Like, hey, like this—he's accused of murdering somebody on my site. How is it going to look if I bail them out? Um, well, what convinced him? I forget. I think it was just the caves. Yeah, Clark bring, bringing Lex down to the caves. Oh, and and Lex recognizes the same thing that Clark recognizes <laughs> the, the the little hexagon octagon, which got Jonathan Kent's just like, hey, listen, there's lots of octagons. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a very common shape. <laughs> uh, but Lex knows that there's something up. Uh Oh, okay. So Kyla goes to the construction site and all that happens with the construction worker. <laughs> but then she attacks Martha. Yeah. And then she attacks uh Lionel. What's up with that? Why did she attack attack I think she uh, just Martha I, and Lionel. I think th- I think she wants to scare she wanted to definitely scare Martha. I don't know if she wanted to hurt her. But it showed that Martha, you know, Martha was the the person running negotiations for Lionel, and uh, I don't know, she just like trying to scare her, and then no, she just went after Lionel. I don't know exactly. It's like, and then she just like does this jump out the window and ends up killing <laughs> herself. It's just like, what are you doing? Uh, I don't know. It might have been because I don't know. Professor Joe was being accused. I, I don't. I don't remember. Um, I did like Clyla. <laughs> as a, mm-hmm, yeah, they, they were, had a little stargazing moment in the, the loft, and she points out this missing star, which I believe she's referencing Krypton. Um, whatever, whatever that is, uh, <laughs> that 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 planet where all the meteor rock came from. There was that whole moment in the beginning, like it was hot from the beginning. She like rips his shirt open the first, like, you're hurt. Let me rip your shirt open. That's the first thing I'm going to do. <laughs> or he, the rocks are falling and he jumps on top of her and the rocks break on his back, of course, oh, yeah. as they always like do. Like glass. And <laughs> yeah. And she was like, how did you not get her? Oh, it must've been endorphins. Yeah. Like he just... He he has that ready to go. He he has to use that a lot. Right. I was I was also reminded of John and Danny looking at the cave paintings. <laughs> like oh, yeah. something about cave paintings is yeah. kind of hot. 
Yeah, this does seem familiar. <laughs> like I just saw this. Um, but uh, um, she does point out a girl, a cave painting of a girl, and that girl has that bracelet that she has. But um, I'm wondering if that girl is somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> well, Morgan said uh, it's for Lois. <laughs> I don't know who Lois is, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking the same thing. <laughs> um, do you want me to give you a little bit of a spoiler? <laughs> yes, not that big of a big of a deal. Um, the bracelet. Clark never gives Lois that bracelet. <laughs> like the bracelet Aww. never shows up again. <laughs> it would have been cool, but it's it would be touching back on I don't know, in uh season two story. Maybe it they, would take take a lot it would take a lot for somebody to remember yeah. back that far. I I wasn't I'm not sure if they were into doing big flashbacks that showed like specific scenes from other like see, like a, a episode like eight years ago. You know. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I wanted to mention uh, this. The teleplay is by Brian Peterson and Kelly Souders um, again, um, but the story is by Mark Wa- Warshaw, Warshaw, excuse me, who uh, during this time I mentioned there was uh, the, like the Smallville Torch website, uh, there was the Lex Corp, the Luther Corp website, and they had all sorts of like writing on it, uh, especially the uh, Smallville Torch, Smallville Leisure. They had all sorts of articles that were written for, like that kind of played a part of the episodes, you know, like to f- mm-hmm. to find out stuff and hint at future things. Um, Mark Warshaw was actually one of the writers for that, and he came to um, the production or whatever and was like, uh, you know, the writers' room and said, "What about this story? Is this a good idea?" And so they kind of took that story and. Wrote it out, Brian Peterson, Kelly Sauter. So, yeah. So he was probably like a script coordinator. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was very low uh, man. Uh, the he, was, he was, yeah, very freshman year. Yeah, yeah. Type deal. It's also directed by Marita Grabiak, who directed a yes, l- who has done a lot of things like Lost. <laughs> uh, what what else? She's done a lot of Buffy things. Angel. I yeah. believe she's directed a couple episodes of the season that we're watching now on Redemption Cast. Mm. Um, is there anything else about this episode we want to mention? Um, um, more is there more with um, Doctor Lucy? That's Dr. not her Lucy. name, Doctor Helen. <laughs> Helen. Doctor Bryce. Doctor Helen Bryce. No. Um, Is she not in this episode? No, I believe she shows up in the next episode. And in the next okay. episode, we're supposed to uh, assume that they've been dating a long time, which makes her hurt at the way Lex treats her. <laughs> it's just kind of like, where did that come from? Um, but uh, I, I wanted to mention, as a lead into the next episode, they mentioned that Whitney is MIA. Um, and uh, I like that whole scene. Lana finding Clark like Clark actually has lost somebody else like man I keep losing people I love you know <laughs> I, I you know we got to get these people in the cast credits or they're just gonna die on me um, 
and then it turns out that Lana's grieving too because Whitney's MIA. I th- that whole scene was emotionally uh, effective to me. As, oh, is that when Lana comes in the back door and says, "Was that this episode?" Get your. Uh, there's all sorts of. Uh, Clark Lana closing out the episode scenes that can get mixed up, but uh, this yeah. is the one where she finds it's interesting because the camera starts on Clark's hand, um, hold, like kind of like fingering the blanket that's hanging over the side of the barn there, and just kind of you can tell he's remembering when Kyla put his hand on hers and was like rubbing his hand. Um, okay, so we're in the barn, we're not yeah. in the cage. No, that's the end okay. of this visage. visage. Okay, so so Lana comes to the to the barn. Yeah, and just like and says that. Yeah, she's like helping Clark with his grieving, and then it turns out that she's upset as well. And Clark asks, and it's Whitney's MIA, and it's kind of mentioned earlier in the episode. She's been sending letters, and he hasn't been writing back, and it's probably because she sent him the video breakup. <laughs> uh huh. Anyway, we should get into that episode. Um, the best needle drops are some classic uh, early 2000s hits. Uh, Nora Jones's Don't Know Why plays in the Talon when Lana is talking to Henry Small. And uh, Michelle Branch with Santana singing about the game of love during the whole Save the Cave thing in the Talon as well. So, classic early 2000s hits. <laughs> Let's talk about Visage. Visage, uh, the one where Whitney doesn't return, but Tina Greer does. Spoilers. <laughs> this was great. Yeah. Because Clark. And, okay, so first we see all that with Whitney in Indonesia, wherever he is. Yeah. Southeast Asia. It's Indonesia. <laughs> it's Indonesia. Remember when I told you that told you the story of that comic book that I read? Where, uh-huh. Did you remember that when you saw this scene? Yeah, yeah. I I didn't realize that it was a scene in the episode. Like I I'm like oh I I must I guess I kind of spoiled this. But uh, yeah, those are Whitney's last moments. We don't Poor we don't know that until later. Yeah. Um, well, and then Clark. Okay, th- th- what was so great was when Clark asked Lana to go to this like festival because Mom has a booth. Yep. And she's like, "No, I think I need to do whatever." And he was like, "No, you you know you need to have some fun. Go with me." She's like, "You know what? I think I will." And then boom, just as always, just like in season mm-hmm. one, when Clark gets any. It makes any advance toward Lana. There's Whitney coming in between them. Yep. And he walks into school in his full dress full uniform. Dress. And you know, there's just something like they tapped into something there that's very effective. And we, you know, it's also uh, Kristen Crook as Lana. Um, you can see how much she's like mourning the fact that he's gone <laughs> and that he could be dead. And uh, then just to see like the hallway like part and he's standing there in his dress uniform and it's, it's you know we've seen that in real life you know um, and then just just a slow motion drop of the books and then her running into his arms uh, I like that he cut his hair yeah for a real soldier haircut because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's what bothers me about a lot of things they don't cut their hair <laughs> 
uh, like eighty stuff, people don't cut their hair. Yeah, that's what's so good about glow. Uh, I'm like three episodes in. I think I'm on the second episode, yeah. but uh, Allison Brie cuts her hair in layers like it would be in 1986. <laughs> or is that a wig? No, it's her oh, hair. Okay. Uh, yeah, I love that. Like, you know, he, and Clark like acknowledges it later with Jonathan that like his smile just completely drops when Wesley uh, Wesley Whitney shows up. Uh, and uh, you know he should be happy, but he's not. <laughs> <laughs> He's not, and and I love that, like like the the bless you. Uh, Lana, Lana's books, Lana's books hit the floor. She goes and hugs Whitney. Everybody gets to class, including Evangeline Lilly. And, and, I saw her. Oh, <laughs> I was hoping if I said overall, she you notice her. Um, and Clark just leaves the books on the floor. <laughs> like he's just like whatever, and walks away. Yeah, because it's just like. Again, I thought he was gone. I thought I didn't have to worry about Whitney, and I decided to ask. You know, I wanted to have a day with Lana, and he's getting in the way again. Yep. And, uh, yeah, Jonathan's like, of course he deserves a hero's welcome, you know. Yeah, and that's that whole guilt of, oh, God, we got to support the freaking troops. If you don't support the freaking troops, then you're (laughs) un-American and unpatriotic. you got to support the troops. (laughs) Well, you know, uh, I don't know. It's not like he was off fighting a war that we didn't want him to be. Who knows what he was doing in Indonesia? I believe we're we're good with Indonesia. (laughs) But uh, I I saw – Indonesia has no oil. (laughs) He said, oh, um, um, but yeah, who knows? I, I saw like uh, discussions and like trivia or, or goofs or something like that. That was like, listed as a goof, but then it was like, yet they could be there helping to rid Indonesia of some sort of terrorist organization or something yeah. like that. Um, who knows? Look, we could be on Antarctica with some soldiers, <laughs> and I would buy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got to have soldiers somewhere. We got to have soldiers everywhere because we got to spend that six hundred billion dollars a year somehow. <laughs> uh, and I guess it was a uh, uh, Eric Johnson who really did act in this these episodes. He wasn't always played by uh, Tina Greer. <laughs> this is so funny <laughs> hearing him like talk about playing because he didn't even play. Like he, this is the only scene he actually plays Whitney. Um, and uh, he said there was a, it was a rough time shooting those scenes. They said they kept getting rain. And it looked, definitely looked very rainy there. Um, mm-hmm. And he said in November, they also only have about six hours of daylight, <laughs> mm. which is interesting. Um, uh, so uh, Alan Miles were thinking about killing Whitney off in season one, and they decided to send him to war. Um, instead, and in season two, they said they decided they didn't want him just, just hanging out there, so they just killed him off at war. <laughs> hmm. Yep. Uh, all right. Uh, I feel like I gotta like uh, go along um, in chronological order in this episode. Just uh, um, oh, we we missed the plumbing at the talent scene and the wet T-shirt contest. What'd you think about that? Oh, that was hot. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's funny. Oh, you okay? Yeah, sorry. Okay. 
Um, it's funny that it, much like Whitney is about to enter between, uh, Clark and Lana. You okay still? Sorry. Yes. I want to go shopping with my, yeah. Nope. Please say yes. <laughs> is Siri talking to you again? Is that what's messing, messing things up? Um, no, my mother texted me and I had to text her back. Okay. It's making all sorts of loud clicky noises. Is it still? No, no. Okay, because I touched my phone and I had to text her yes. Oh, okay. Because you, yes, you go shopping with your mother <laughs> always. Okay. Because uh, she will buy you stuff. Ah, I see. Yeah, yeah, that's usually true. Um, but I like, uh, yeah, like uh, Clark and Lana. Things are heating up between them, um, and uh, this is when the necklace reappears too. So it's like Whitney, Whitney dividing them. Again and again. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I like how this escalates. Yeah. About how Tina is getting more and more desperate. Like when she, this is skipping way ahead. Mm-hmm. But when she, well, well, I, when she gets to the point where she's Chloe, she's like playing Chloe with desperate. It's Chloe, but with desperation. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to say, like. Um, what were you thinking when all of a sudden Whitney clobbers uh, the lieutenant that shows up to say that Whitney's dead? <laughs> were you like, oh, like I was? I'm just wondering if you had any sort of like, were you onto it from get go? Oh no, I was onto it earlier. Oh, really? I think I think it was when we were in the bathroom at the Talon and uh, and Whitney destroyed, like pulled the door off the right off the bathroom. Yeah, and then tried to blame it on Clark. I, I was in on it early. What were you thinking? Were you thinking Tina, or were you thinking like that's not Whitney, or like was there a point where you're like, oh shit, Tina, or were you? Oh heck, I don't know. Uh, I can't darn remember. It. At some point, I know I, I figured it out early on, uh-huh. but yeah, but by the time we got to uh, Whitney hitting the the, the soldier. Yeah. I knew I knew before that. Um, okay, because yeah, it's like he rips the stall door off and then blames it on Clark, which is kind of it's kind of like early season one Whitney with the blaming, but mm-hmm. ripping the stall door off. It's like, are you like? I was like wondering if you were thinking like. Oh, he's got some sort of like meteor powers now, or he got something while he was overseas, or yada yada yada. Um. But it, not that he's like some different person. And then when the lieutenant shows up to talk to Whitney's mother, like he just like kills him immediately. <laughs> yeah, the, it was really sad because I mean, you you feel really bad for Whitney's mom. Oh God, yeah, because she yeah because she gets her hopes up because her son comes back to her yeah. and then oh I've got some terrible news for you. Oh, do you you must want to speak to Whitney? What? <laughs> Yep. And that he's got this memory problem. He can't remember the video letter. <laughs> Quote unquote, the video oh, letter. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And he's like, Mom, I need to know what my favorite radio station is. <laughs> yeah. He's like freaking out. Uh, oh, yeah. When he's like unhinged in that bathroom, the Italian bathroom, too. Like when he's like screaming in the mirror. Uh, going back and watching it and knowing that's Tina all along, it's a lot of fun, you know? Just being like, this yeah. is just a it's girl, just, like, crazy girl freaking out. 
Yeah, and there's so many little moments, uh, you know, especially like when she's Lana, when you're that moment that you realize, oh, yeah, that's not Lana, that's Tina. Yeah. Or when she's Chloe or Mm -hmm. just those little cool moments where you're like, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wonder if, like, did she reveal herself as Tina after killing the lieutenant or I think it was like, I think we get onto it. We're onto it later when Clark X-rays the skeleton, and like, when was the last time we saw that <laughs> X-ray? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, yeah, and that's when Tina like sh- uh, shows up and says and tells tells the mother to shut up. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, the what the fuck? What what the fuck are you talking about, Clark? Stuff really gets stepped up here. <laughs> Because of course, you know Whitney's back and he's a hero, and Clark's just super jealous and yada yada yada. Yeah, this is another one uh, where Clark looks like a schmuck because yeah. he's like, "How dare you question, you know, Whitney, the valiant <laughs> soldier? You're just jealous. You're only questioning it because you're jealous." Mm-hmm. Which is good. Which is good that Lana finally like is like, "Hey." Uh, and of course, again, skipping way ahead, but we already have <laughs> the fact that uh, Lana. Yeah, this definitely. This is where I wrote. Okay, I'm tearing up. When Lana feels terrible guilt about sending the video. She says that everyone leaves her. Her, you know, like and Nell and Whitney, her parents, yada yada, and then just kind of apologizes for doubting him, and then says, "I don't care about your secrets. I don't want to lose you too." And I'm like. <clears throat> <laughs> I don't know if it affected you at all, but <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't know. All I know is it was really neat that uh, Tina knew, like the whole dynamic between Lana and Clark. Yep. she knew how to play them, oh, yeah. how to play each, how to play them against each other. Mm-hmm. How about when Lana does a roundhouse kicks, Pete? <laughs> Uh, I think that's a fan kick. I don't think it's a round. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have to do a special episode of uh, The Legend of Chun-Li, where Kristen Crook plays like a street fighter. Uh, Uh. (laughs) Remember when Dawson's Creek, we did like a movie episode for each cast member? I am so ready for one for Swamp. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway... We'll think about that in 10 seasons. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, da, 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 the- oh, 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 it's okay. What you were saying, like early on in the episode, Lana tells Chloe that with Whitney, he's so straightforward. What you see is what you get. No secrets. And Chloe's like, oh, yeah, like with somebody else. Mm-hmm. And so then that's where at the end, Lana's like, I don't care about your secrets. Yeah. Yeah. She's been saying it like all season. Like, yeah, stop lying to me. <laughs> stop keeping secrets from me. Let me in. Mm-hmm. You know, what are you lying to me about? And now she's just like, whatever. And I don't know. You know, if Lana is a real person, <laughs> she could probably say that right now. But it, it, it's not like she can just turn that switch off in her brain. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, so, yeah, Tina plays Lana. She plays Chloe, which was <laughs> I don't know, kind of hot at, at a mo- for a moment there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that's what's really interesting is that, that yeah. Tina is not 
just like obsessed with Lana's life. <laughs> she's like obsessed with Lana. Yeah, yeah, she's in love with Lana. You know, and then when she becomes Clark, it's like, oh, the Clark is the perfect person to. She's gonna. <laughs> Siri, Sorry. Siri talking to you again. You're gonna have to figure out how to turn that off. I, I've tried. What it is, my iPad is so old. Yeah. The the software is obsolete. <laughs> uh, I, I should backtrack. The Chloe Lana thing is sort of hot when she like touches her, and it's like, but and Lana's in like her towel, but it's also very like predatory, like. Tina's like smelling Lana's like under things at the beginning of the scene. <laughs> yeah. I think if it was Tina touching Lana in her towel, I'd be more like put off, but it, I just a visual of Chloe and Lana <laughs> might be like kind of a, a gross small van, smallville fan, uh, wank, <laughs> like fanfic <laughs> moment. I don't know. <laughs> um, uh. Anyway, like how I still want clicks uh, yeah. slash fiction. <laughs> there you go. Lana and Chloe uh, is my uh, clicks, I guess. I <laughs> um, we also get a Clark versus Clark scene, which is uh, very reminiscent of Superman three. Yeah, that was great because it wasn't just uh, Tom Welling versus Tom Welling. It was. Clark Kent versus Tina doing Clark Kent. Yeah. She was a t- she had that desperation in her face. And she says I'm going to kick your ass Kent, which um in Superman 3. Oh, I bet that was in the promos like oh, I don't know. Um oh jeez, I haven't been posting those promos lately. I should look. Um uh in Superman 3 when Superman uh, gets divided into two. One is like an evil Superman, and the other is just Clark Kent, and they they fight each other in a junkyard. And so, yeah, that's what evil Superman keeps calling Clark Kent. He keeps calling him Kent. Kent. Uh. Um, so, yeah, Clark unfortunately murders Tina <laughs> by just kind of stepping out of the way, which is <laughs> sort of the most inexcusable thing that Clark's ever done as a, as a, an unwilling participant in murder. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so the fight sequence between the two Clarks originally had more choreographed shots, but had to be cut down to five as the fight sequence was pushing 20 minutes. <laughs> For the scene, Welling performed all his stunts alongside his usual stunt double, Christopher Sayor, who is um, who is the second Clark. Um, he says, uh, Chris says, um, it was a really great night. We kept having to switch wardrobe and then slam into each other like football players. <laughs> yeah, that's the key. Having a good... Uh, Stunt double is the key to yeah. good fight scenes. And again, if you want to see if you want to see that stunt double really well, watch Red when he jumps out and gets on that motorcycle. Um, when they do that pan up shot, it's it's totally not Tom Welling. I don't know why they filmed <laughs> that, um, but uh, I think it was just because Tom couldn't drive a motorcycle. <laughs> Um, and we also get the, you know, the, the classic, uh, soldier scene at the end, like, 
Jonathan saying that Whitney died in combat, everybody is like affected by it. And Clark talking about how he, if he didn't have his powers, would he have Whitney's courage? And Jonathan says, there's no doubt that he would. Um, so again, this is very much the, the tropish, like support the troops. Like they get on a plane, they go over the country. That's more courage than we'll ever have kind of thing. And, you know, I mean, I, I, I agree with it. You know, not, not braver than me. <laughs> it's just sometimes they get, yeah, they get but... involved in things that are uh, that we don't necessarily agree with. It's not really yeah, their fault. But, but, but young men less than twenty five years old, you haven't developed that part of your brain that uh, you know that makes you realize that you're not. Uh, Oh my god, I'm sorry I'm hurt. Visage I can't think <laughs> Visage You haven't developed that part of your brain that, that You don't realize that you're not bulletproof You think you, you know oh, right, you think, right. and, and, there, and there's just that personality of There's that person This is not important <laughs> It's okay, keep going <laughs> <laughs> That personality, you know, where you want to save the world yeah. You want to make a difference and That's what Whitney did he went off, and yeah. unfortunately, you know, it doesn't always happen. <laughs> yeah, you, you get you get put where they put you. Yeah. You don't get to choose where where you go. Yeah. Um, I did like that we got to see his last scene, though. So, you know, it it, it kind of sucks. You know, what a thankless role. You know, he's just like I get to be. I mean, yes, he got the star on Smallville in the first season, and then just get like kind of killed off. But at least he got like one season to show he could show stuff off on, and he got that one episode with the uh, the uh, meteor rock tattoos, <laughs> where he got to do a little <laughs> bit more. But you know, he's still working. Yeah. He got to he got to star in Flash Gordon, which didn't take off. But uh, anything else? I mean, I, I'm gonna. I mean, I'm. I hate that he's. Killed off because I mean I liked that actor he's very good he plays smarmy very well yeah. he he was really good in the Nick on the Nick and uh, he was an orphan black this season so yeah it's too bad they couldn't have maybe kept him in the high school setting and maybe uh, spun his character into a different direction but it was like, I, like the writers were like the you know Alan Miles must have been like. We don't want to deal with that, maybe, and wanted to, you know, bring in something else. And you know, I don't miss him too much, but you know, it does suck when that kind of, that thing happens on a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's all I have. Oh, uh, okay. You know where we get in red, where Clark and Lana kiss, and it is hot at the Talon. Well, oh yes, we get Clark another and one. Lana kiss this time, and it is not hot <laughs> at all. It's a disaster. Oh really? And maybe that's because oh, real yes. Clark wasn't involved, right? Because <laughs> it was it 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 was uh, Tina as Clark kissing Lana, and it was like ew. Like- so that was great. And then Clark walks in, and and Lana's like, "Oh my gosh, what just happened?" <laughs> that was great. That was a great moment. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, not the first girl on girl kiss in on the CW, and uh, <laughs> even though it really is <laughs> Christy Crook and Tom Welling. <laughs> well, 
Well, but it's like the show's like, let's see how many times we can get Lana and Clark to kiss without it really being, without it really counting. Yeah. Because we got a long way to go. Yeah, yeah. I really like Tina Greer. I, I'm, I am sad that she was murdered. Um, there is a bit of a trivia. She was to actress Lizzie Kaplan was uh, pretty busy during this time. She was a regular on a sitcom called The Pits. I never heard of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, they actually brought her up for two days to shoot all her scenes. That's why mm. most of the time Tina is in disguise as somebody, somebody else. else. Yeah. yeah, well, which that's great because that gives the the cast members that you're used to seeing all the time play that same yeah. character. You get to see them do a variety of things. Mm-hmm. It was good to see Lana, to see Kristen play, you know, that note of evil yeah. Tina Greer. <laughs> yep. And I like that Pete's in the know here, you know, and so immediately when she karate chops him, he's like, Tina, <laughs> you know, he knows he's, uh, he's in on everything. So, um, oh, the chip. Okay. Uh, Tina puts oh, the, yeah. the necklace on Clark and the ship like absorbs the kryptonite. Like neutralizes it. Yeah. Is that what happens? Yeah. Okay. It turns it to so white. So the ship is like, the ship is protecting Clark. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It it doesn't need the key to be activated, I guess. And does it have its own consciousness? Like, what's going on with this ship? Like, how does it know to help Clark? Spaceships don't usually do that unless they have some sort of artificial intelligence. So. Uh. Um, But yeah, like it sends out these light waves It was kind of doing the same kind of thing with uh, Martha in the season one finale But uh, this time it didn't like fly away (laughs) I guess it must need the key for that, I don't know Because it does have the key, the key's out in the the cornfield somewhere (laughs) Uh, Shall I mention needle drops now? Okay. Okay, best needle drops Good Charlotte's the anthem at Whitney's party I don't usually like Good Charlotte, but it's a good song. I associate it with Smallville, so therefore it's okay. Um, Dirty <laughs> Vegas has a song. Their biggest hit is called Days Go By. And um, <gasps> in this episode, yes. they have like an acoustic version, like a slowed down acoustic version of it. I really like yeah, it. Yeah, I did too. Um, and that's when uh, Tina tries to propose to Lotto, which we didn't <laughs> mention. <laughs> um, as, as Whitney. Um and of course, at the end of the episode, which really works well in the caves, uh, the song "Mad World" by Gary Jules. Uh, yes, I love that song. It just seems so, like I don't know, it's haunting. Yeah, so haunting, and like, uh, like those last few bars of it, just like going enlarge your world, and and like the effects of it, it and just being. Above Clark and Lana hugging in the cave, and um, I don't know, just something ethereal about it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, Lex and Doctor Helen Bryce, who Bryce didn't. Okay, was this the episode where Lex has sent a private investigator to? All oh, right, yes. Spy on Lana, and he sees that she has is so meeting much up happened with in this episode. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is. A, he and, thought it was another Victoria situation. Yeah, 
because Lionel had put a hundred thousand dollars in her account. Yep. So. But so he doesn't trust her. But then he just shows at the end he shows vulnerability and oh yeah that was a great scene when he shows up at the hospital yeah. and says there's a wall around his heart and he wants her help with it and I thought that was really good would you have fallen for that or would you have been like f off oh yeah I was like <laughs> whoo yeah <laughs> all right I was like all right shipping the s okay <laughs> yeah it's good because they kind of again you know she looks a lot like Victoria <laughs> and they're playing on. What Victoria? What happened with Victoria last time? She was having an affair with Lionel, and yeah. All right, so I mean, boy, I thought we were going to have kind of a battle on w- whether which episode was going to be the episode of the week because I think they're all good episodes, but I think we got no. the most out of Visage. <laughs> yeah, Visage is a, it's packed. It's cram packed full of stuff. Yeah. So much happens. So much to talk about. I just, I just think Ryan is so such a weak episode. Okay, don't cut, cut any then, more holes in my heart. And then Decodic <laughs> was okay. It was fine. Yeah. And um, Skinwalker. Uh, Skinwalkers was good because you, I, you know, I just that's a lot of mythology they're setting up. Mm-hmm. It's a little I weird like. with like, okay, now we have like. Native Americans who can turn themselves into wolves. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, this is before Twilight, too. <laughs> um, but yeah. Visage, it was just, uh, I mean, it was a good Lex Helen storyline. Um, the, the fact that we get, we finally find out what's going on with Whitney, and we just have this great, unhinged Tina Greer, like, going all out to get Lana finally. <laughs> it's a great sequel to X Ray. Yeah. All right, um, we are almost halfway through season two already. Um, hmm. I think I'm going to read the episode titles to you first this time, and then I'll tell you the teases. That way, you won't, okay. won't have any hints. First episode is called Insurgents. Insurgents. Yes. Okay, that sounds like a battle, hmm. fighting soldiers. Okay. Uh, the next episode is called Suspect. Suspect. Okay. <laughs> Which it could be anything. Yeah. Somebody suspected of something. Uh third mm-hmm. episode, Rush. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Paul Ad- Paul Abdul song. Um and uh the last episode we'll be watching is Prodigal. Huh. All right. Well, if you don't, is that going to be a big Lex and Lionel episode, or I don't know, or is Clark going to get mad at Jonathan and then they make up at the end? <sighs> no more Clark and Jonathan fighting. Yeah, no, I don't like you. it. Here are your teases. I uh, have five teases for you. Okay. Um, while all these are like classic episodes to me, um, this uh, one of them. Is one of the most highly regarded standalone episodes, um, mm. and I say this from reading things, and also you know, uh, Starkville House of L host Derek. Um, one of these episodes is just his favorite ever, and uh, I, 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 yeah, I, I, I don't know if I totally agree. I think I re- rewatch. It. I just remember it was really good. Anyway, um, uh, second tease: we meet a character. That is much loved now on Supergirl. 
but you know, obviously it's not a crossover. It's, it's a character being used on Supergirl as well. Um, third one is one main cast member is shot and another main cast member is arrested for it. <sighs> That's in suspect. Mm. Uh, fourth tease. We have more fun with good guys behaving badly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and oh my gosh. I cannot wait to watch that episode. Uh, and the last one is a character mentioned briefly before shows up and is played by a CW star. Like a star of a CW show. I think I know what this is. Okay. Well, don't say it now, but be like, I was right. I think I know. Okay. Like when we get to it. Um, cool. Because I think it's the foreshadowing of. Oh, okay. Well, I, I can't, I'm not going to, I'm not going to verify whatever you say. But are you okay. actually, is this spoilery information or, or just your theory? Because if it's something you just know, then. <laughs> it's not something I know. I'm just, I just think that Lionel's, I mean, uh, yeah, Lionel's son, other son is going to show up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lex's brother. Mm-hmm. Well, that. Do we get more <laughs> of, uh, do we get more caves? Uh, I can't remember. Not, I'm not thinking of any cave scenes, but there might be. Cave is now a built set and is a set that they can go to whenever they want. Now it's mm. all built. Okay. And, you know. It's easy to shoot in the shoot in the caves because it's all in studio. They don't have to go anywhere. Uh, much like uh, Lex's mansion, in, inside mansion, the Kent farm, any of that stuff. That's all built on the set, built in mm. studio. So, all right. So uh, we've been running along as usual. So, Wait. So uh, I got a question. Okay. So they talk about in that commentary that whenever they go to that farm, those people hate it. So is it just like the outside, the exterior stuff is the reason they go to the farm? Yes. Okay, so they don't have any reason to go in the farm. No, no. The rest, all of that's, the, all the interiors is at the studio. The interior of the barn, interior of the house. That's all built sets. Um, okay. Yeah. So the, anytime they're shooting on location, it's like when they're in the driveway or they're playing basketball or, you know, they're speeding off in Lexus Ferrari, any of that stuff. Is uh, at the at their at their when they have to village. drive an hour away to this farm yeah. that they hate going to in the yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. I'm looking forward to it. All right. Uh, well, oh gosh, an hour and a half we went. <laughs> oh, See y'all next week. Bye or next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye.